The Hollywood Improv is proud to present The Nighttime Show with your host, Stephen Kramer Glickman. With special guests, Milana Vandrob, Jamie Campbell Bauer, Kevin McHale and Jenna Oshkowitz. It's, that's right, it's a fucking Glee reunion. <laughs> Jay Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. sorts of wonderful and uh, sexy and incredible, beautiful, uh, entertaining, lovely people, as well as giving away some wonderful prizes as, and cookies and other words. <laughs> uh, sitting next to me here is uh, the announcer, the man with the mostest, uh, Mike Black. How about that? Hi, America. And to his right, uh, our asshole in charge, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Walker is here. I was an exceptionally big asshole to you today. You really All were. Day. You really were. All day. Hurtful bastard. Uh, we, we it was fat a, jokes for four hours oh, in the car God today. God damn it. We were at Rite Aid and I was trying to buy something at Rite Aid and the guy goes, uh, do you, do you, uh, what did he say? Uh, are you trying to break 100? And he goes, 100? He's trying to break 300. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy behind the counter shut down emotionally. <laughs> like, he, he was very he, uncomfortable. He was so uncomfortable. He like sunk in. I go, no, 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 it's okay. It's a good joke. He's a good comedian. It's I'm fine. very fat. It's I'm okay. very fat. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm buying a pie. It's okay. Don't worry about it. If and the you guy can't was just fat like, shame oh. your friends, who can you fat shame? Absolutely. I don't think anyone. I think no that's one. the whole point. It's You're not supposed to fat shame anyone. anybody in a world I didn't get of that hurt. Um, uh, we've got... Uh, uh, incredible, wonderful guests all night long. Uh, but uh, let's get this thing kicked off. Are you guys excited? Yeah! Where's our, where's our, uh, before we start, where's our KLOS listeners? Where are they at? I know we got a couple. Uh, if you don't listen uh, to the show, uh, shame on you. Uh, the, we do the Frosty, Heidi, and Frank show on KLOS 95.5. Uh, every month we give away tickets on the show, so tune in, check it out. Um, 
You also, talk about your dick on that? Oh, oh, no, no. God, no. One, one of the things... <laughs> you did. However, on this this month's show, I, I walked in, I sat down on the chair, live on the air, and the chair snapped in half. <laughs> oh. you, you, on that chair fat-shamed you more yeah, than I did. Show, <laughs> the chair did. Yes. God um, fat-shamed you that day. Yes, he really, he really did. It was rough. Um, also, uh, Mike Glazer's in the audience. Where are you, buddy? I'm right here, man. Yeah, give him a round of applause. Mike yeah. Glazer. Why not? Yeah. He's our field producer. It's going to be fun. Uh, Having a good time. Uh, Mike uh, has an amazing show here at the Improv. It's next Thursday. It is called Glazed. Yeah, it's a Rolling Stone. It's, it's pretty a great cool. show. If you if you if you get a chance to come it's check true. it out, Joey Diaz is on that show. Yeah, and yeah. I believe am I allowed to say it? Um, you can't. Well, Paul Walter Hauser, who if you've seen I Tanya, he plays the best friend who's very big and sits in a chair. Yeah, um, oh yeah, he's on that show too. Yeah, and yeah, I can't say the special All guest. Right, well, we'll leave it for later. It's yeah. okay. Let's play. We have our, our Is first the special guest, guest marijuana. <laughs> it very well could be. Yeah. Um, oh, that is true. I do get super like everyone gets high. I give out free weed shit. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Free yeah. weed at the show. Yeah. He just stole our entire audience. Yes. <laughs> Especially the KLOS listeners. They're definitely going. Well, our first guest tonight. Uh, before we bring them to the stage, I want to play a clip uh, to get you guys in the mood. Uh, so let's yeah. get let's get that clip set up. Tell me when you're ready, and let's dim the lights, uh, these beautiful lights, and let's just get you guys in it because I want you guys to be in it. This, tell me when you're ready. We're ready. All right, lights out, ladies and gentlemen. This is a clip from Starship Troopers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a Starship Troopers reunion. Screenwriter of RoboCop and Starship Troopers, Ed Newmeyer. From The Frighteners, Ray Donovan, and the upcoming film, The Predator, Ace Levy himself, Jake Busey. And last but not least, star of Tarzan and Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Rico, Casper Van Dien. (laughs) 
Jake Busey got eaten by an alien, so he's not here. Uh, guys, this is so fucking cool you're here. Yeah, we yeah. are. You're here. You're here. Yeah. They're here. Yes. Casper, you have not aged in 25 years. How's that possible? Uh, you're very kind. <laughs> you're a beautiful Enjoy. gentleman. You, st- you were when I met you, and you still are to this day. Thank you, Glickman. You too. <laughs> you're full of lies. Um, you, you guys, uh, th- this, is, it's, this is insane. First of all, Casper, uh, I met you uh, in line. You were, you were coming with uh, your fiance. Yes, Jen. Uh, Jen Wanger, who's out here in the audience. Give her a big round of applause, guys. <laughs> you guys are getting married in how many days? Uh, June 9th. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's yeah. so soon. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she so, said yes. Wow. Well, muzzle tough. Muzzle tough, Thank my you. friend. Muzzle tough. Well, you came to the nighttime show just to see the show. Like yes. when we were at the Lyric Theater, uh, and we were like, is, yeah, it was like one of our first shows. And we were like, is that fucking Casper Van Dien? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. And then, so then you came and did our podcast, and we lost our mind talking to you. It was great. And then you introduced us to Ed, and fucking Ed, Robocop, and Starship Troopers. Unbe- unbelievable. And then we got, to, and then we all got to hang out at Comic Con. Uh, yeah, you I, did I, our I, panel for our twentieth anniversary. You did that uh, funny sketch with us. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's uh, start off by talking about this movie. Uh, how how did this movie happen? How did how did it start? Well, I, I had I had a relationship with because of RoboCop. I had a relationship with Paul Verhoeven, and I needed to make another movie after RoboCop. So, <laughs> I I thought I'd read Starship Troopers when I was a kid, and uh, I thought it would make a. I, I actually had been working around some people who had worked on Jurassic Park, and I thought, oh, they can do the dinosaurs, we can do the bugs, and that was really what made that work. And wow. uh, and then I had to write a screenplay. It took seven years, and we eventually made the movie. It took wow. se- it was seven years from the time I said let's do this to. Somebody. It was seven years until it came out. Oh my God! Now I've heard that Paul Verhoeven did not finish reading the book. Like he got bored halfway through. Yeah, he never. I don't think he ever really read the book. <laughs> it wasn't really for him. It's not his sort of. But thing. he was like, "I'll make this movie. Just make it a good movie and go do it." Ed, no, or? no. I think he read. I think he read the script first. Okay. But I don't think he ever read the book. I think uh, you know, directors aren't great at development. They they just <laughs> they want to make the movie. You know. <laughs> Uh, how how did uh, like like once once the movie like started getting made and once you started uh, into the casting process and putting this together how soon into it did Casper get brought in for this who else got brought in like were there other guys that you guys were well for me there was no one else ever it of was course. he walked into the room and that was it and it really was kind of that way. I, I, I looked at him and I thought, oh, that's gonna, this guy's going to be in the movie. And then after he auditioned, I said, come here. And we had a long conversation. Yeah, I, yeah. I used to have a rifle on my desk because every screenwriter does. And, um, and, and he picked it up and started doing Cadence stuff with it because he'd been to military school. And it, I remember saying to him, be careful, we might need you. That was what I, I think. <laughs> I felt sorry for the other guys. <laughs> Who did you go up against? Do you remember? Oh, they had a lot of different rumors. Mark movie, Wahlberg was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, jeez. Yeah, yeah, Nathan Fillion. That was, that was a good one. I was at uh, Hall H last year or the year before, and we were up on stage in Hall H at, at Comic-Con, which is the big, big hall, and, uh, and somebody asked him what movie did he wish he had gone for that he auditioned for, and he said, well, it's funny you should say that. Um, Nathan and I have been friends for 
I, I knew him when he got his first job. Mm -hmm. So I've known him since he was a kid. And, and he goes, yeah, funny you should mention that because uh, I went out for a certain character, Johnny Rico. And I was like, no way. <laughs> so right in the middle of this, wow. Nathan Fillion, yeah. He was at the Starship Troopers premiere. Hmm? Oh. I have a picture of me holding him in my <laughs> arms. <laughs> and then him holding me in his. That's incredible. What, what was it, where did you guys film that movie? Where did you guys shoot it? Casper, Wyoming. Casper, Acre, yep. um, Sony. Uh, Malibu, Long Vasquez Beach. Rocks. Vasquez Rocks. I heard that you got uh, <laughs> you got very sick while you were filming that. Is that true? Did you get hurt? While I, you were I got I got sick. I, I caught the well. I got strep throat and I was thrown up during the uh, scene where I get stabbed in the leg. And we filmed all night. And then they then Paul said cut and send him to the hospital. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he blew. He would blow his voice out in Wyoming. Where, yeah. Wow. Where they had yelling and screaming and, and screaming saying and, all those things you say. Yeah. Was it a lot of tennis balls on poles at the time, or what were you guys seeing in person? Were there they build out anything? They, uh, Tippett, Phil Tippett was there, and he's a great, great visual effects artist who did Jurassic Park and all the Star Wars Star movies. Wars, so yeah. he they had they had the pole like okay the the tanker bug will be this big, but mostly it was Paul Verhoeven acting out bugs in front of the actors, <laughs> and he God. would put his you know he would he would do he really would act it out. He would get the, the reaction, and he would scream, <laughs> he would scream loud. Louder and louder and louder to get their reaction. Yeah, he'd come up and go, go bugs, 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 ah! <laughs> Oh my God. So the only time I was ever killing my director on set, was <laughs> shooting him. Holy it was awesome. shit. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I heard a rumor that on the set, there's a lot of effects where you see like someone's arm is blown off or their leg is blown off. I, is it true that you guys hired, ampu that there are amputees that were hired to be in this movie? That was, how you guys that, do? That, that was one of my jobs, actually. <laughs> what? Well, I was the guy who had to go to, uh, cast those people, and they loved to do it. It was really a great opportunity for a lot of them. They oh, would really cool. want to tell you what a positive thing this was, and let me tell you about the best thing that ever happened to me, and it would be some horrible thing, but they, it was their, their attitude, and maybe it was just the people I met, wow. was really amazing about that. Yeah, they were remarkable. And then we even had them for Starship Troopers 3. We had we, more. We've had them for every movie we do. It's, wow. Oh my yeah. God, that's the amazing. The number one guys. hire of amputees in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Well, I'm not Seriously. sure if it's number one, because I think there's others who do this. Well, I think it's, it, that's very cool. That's amazing. What about uh, Gallons of Blood? You know, Gallons of Blood? You're supposedly... A lot of blood was used. A lot of bullets. Side. A lot of blood. It was really the bull. It was. I yeah, think it was the largest amount of rounds ever fired on a movie at that point. <laughs> that means we bananas. beat the Wild Bunch. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah Wild Bunch. Oh, to beat Sam Peckinpah is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. lot. That's insane. That's got to be crazy. Um, uh, when uh, when this movie comes out, um, it it gets. It, here's the thing about this movie. If you, how many uh, uh, Starship Trooper fans we got out here in this room? Wait, what's crazy about this movie is is it starts as a movie where you're like, oh, uh, these are, uh, you know, this is a, it's the American army or it's like the United Army and they're gonna fucking uh, take down these aliens, right? Like that's like the that's like the general vibe, you know, like that you get when you start watching it. But then slowly as you're watching it, you're like, oh, uh, the army is like in, they're kind of like in the wrong. Because they're going and killing these these creatures that are peaceful, they're like going to their planet and killing them, basically, right? And like, and then slowly the uniforms, as the movie kind of progresses, get more and more 
Uh, Nazi. Nazi-ish? <laughs> Is that kind of right, sort of? Am I wrong about that? Well, that, the director did grow up in, in occupied Holland, so he yeah. may have been a little bit there. Yeah, he did fight against yeah, I remember Nazis. the first day that Neil Patrick Harris walked out in wardrobe in this oh, SS yeah. uniform. Everybody in the room gasped. It was like, <gasps> oh, yeah. God. Yeah, we heard they used to call him on set Doogie Himmler. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was just in the writing, but Paul wanted it to be like visually there. And, uh, yeah, and some of the I think it was actually smart. Well, the propaganda yeah. was certainly based on that, but also based on the American why. It was really kind yeah. of why we fight meets Nazi propaganda and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Well, we want to play a quick game with you guys. Uh, uh, the game is called uh, Did IMDB Get It Right? Uh, <laughs> all right, are you ready, oh, to, boy. You ready to do this? Oh, boy. All right, Mike, you and me are going to sing the theme song oh, no. together. The theme song goes like this. Are you ready? Sure. Did IMDb get it right? Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. That theme is available for download on iTunes. Ninety-nine cents. It's, it's top twenty. Uh, Casper, did IMDb get it right? Oh, Were no. you on an episode of Saved by the Bell? Yes. Holy shit! Yes. What? Really? Yes, I was. What I, did you do on Saved by the Bell? I fat shamed a girl. No, I, I fat shamed <laughs> Zach for dating a heavy set girl. I was written that way. Talk to the writer. This was 20 years ago. Everybody. Not this writer, the writer of that one. So you and Elizabeth Berkeley, you have a, a Showgirls connection. I have a Showgirls connection. Right. I met her. I actually wow. met her before Showgirls. Oh uh, before, before I even did. Um, that show. What was it called? Say by the Bell. Yeah. Say by the <laughs> All right. Here's another IMDb uh, question. This is. Uh, it says on IMDb that you were the writer and producer of a Sleeping Beauty movie. I was. What is that true? Yeah, it's the first movie I directed. Writer and director. What? Writer yeah. and director. Okay, tell me. You gotta tell tell us about this. Uh, I for the asylum gave me a chance to direct my first film, and I'm very grateful. They're the same people that do Sharknado. Um, uh, but they let me do this one where it's like a, a, a Sleeping Beauty, uh, and there's monsters in it. And I have, I have, uh, I have the, the the kid from Iron Fist in it. Oh wow, that's amazing! And my daughter play my daughter who's now on a, a she's on on a new series. Well, she's on Greenhouse Academy, which is on Netflix. She's also in. Uh, the Village for NBC is a new pilot. She got it. She was born during Starship Troopers. Wow. She, she was born, uh, so she was born, born back then, and she's working all the time. She played my Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, and then I had my other daughter, Maya, in it, my daughter, Celeste, in it. It was really awesome. She just did a photo shoot with Tyler Shields. Tyler Shields, the guy who shot the photo of Kathy Griffin with the Trump head with the decapitated Trump head and then we just went and interviewed the three of us just went and interviewed Tyler Shields in his home and like sat with him and like did like a two hour mm -hmm. so interview with him about Trump's head just about the just whole about thing <laughs> and it was death threats and all that he yeah. got death threats Postmates, according to him, Postmates went to his house and tried to poison him. <laughs> a a him guy who worked at Postmates, a guy at, not, not Postmates. the company, but a guy sent him a. He, he got ordered a hamburger and then they had cut into the burger and put some poison into the burger. For the record, wow. Postmates is not going to try and poison all of you. This show <laughs> is this show is sponsored by Uber Eats. Okay. So. <laughs> I believe that was your joke, but that's okay. That was my joke. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that was your joke? Yeah. It's, it's very uh, funny. But absolutely. We're already in so much legal trouble, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Joke <laughs> we're going to get sued. Uh, but yeah, but uh, that, yeah, so very fascinating, strange. And Casper, uh, you also did, was it Asylum when you did Ratpocalypse? Uh, no, that was a Russian guy, and it okay. wasn't called that. It was also. Because <laughs> that's with our friend Victoria Summer. 
right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Sure. Well, was it just a Russian guy? Just it literally was. It was just a Russian guy. He didn't speak any English, and he would go, I want you to do this. <laughs> and I would say, no. <laughs> and then he would translate something else, and then he would try to negotiate me doing something weird. And then, then it, was, it was a totally different name movie, and, and the uh, producer of that was a really great producer who used to do a lot of Clint Eastwood's movies. Uh, he's the one that brought me in on that. And then this Russian guy who had a, lo a lot of money and then he kept spending it. That movie was so surreal. I, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you, you get cast in movies, though, and you don't know what you're doing. And you don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I did a movie called, uh, uh, what's the movie called? With Love the on a Leash? Love on a Leash. I did this movie called Love oh, on a Leash. Yeah. It was a Chinese director and, uh, and it was a very sweet lady. And then I got to the day to record. I was playing the voice of a dog in the movie. It was a movie about a lady and her dog, and, she, and then the dog, at some point, turns into a person, right? And so then, I, right, so I'm doing the voice of the dog, and I do, I do this one line, and the line, by the way, she had written, the entire script was in broken English. She had written it through Google Translate, basically. <laughs> That's the same and, with the Russian. Yeah, it's rough. It can be, that, that can be a little rough. And so then we're in the middle of uh, recording, and the I had a line where I said something like, uh, you're a very pretty lady. Right, and she was like, "No, no, 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 make it hornier." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she goes, "No, hornier, make it hornier." And I was like, "Why? Why would you ever want that to be? It's a dog." And she goes, "You don't understand. The lady falls in love with the dog, and then the dog turns into a man, and then she fucks the man, <laughs> and then it turns back into a dog." And then when she kisses the dog on the face, the dog turned back into a man, and then she fucks the man again. And I was like, what is, what is that? What movie am I in? What movie am I in? Every dog and, has its day. And there's, a, there's a trailer out there for Love on a Leash. Maybe we'll play it later tonight. Um, all right, well, you got one, we got some more uh, Ed Newmeyer. We got some yes. more uh, oh, good. Okay. Uh, for uh, did IMDb. Get it right? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Mike, this is for uh, Ed. Did IMDb get it right? Ed Newmeyer. Oh, shove it. Ed Newmeyer, uh, did you write a TV movie uh, called Rat Bastard? I, I wrote a TV pilot. It was an animated TV pilot. It was the answer to The Simpsons called Rat Bastard. What was and it the, was about a, detect, a rat detective in like the 23rd century who rides a flying motorcycle. I'm serious. Look shit. at it. Look it up. Rat Bastard. Can we watch it? You somewhere? can watch the uh, presentation on YouTube under Rat Bastard Pilot. Oh I my God. That sounds amazing. And who's, who was in it? Do you remember who was in it? Uh, um, I can tell you. I'll tell you who was in it. E.G. Daly. Yeah, that's right. E.G. Daly who was, was on the, our show last night. Right. E.G. Daly Amazing. Uh, John DiMaggio, who plays Bender on Futurama. That's right. Who's on our show next month, June 23rd. Yeah. And Greg Proops, who's on our show? Never. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, who was the second one? The, the one guy day. Who was on John DiMaggio. Yeah, he actually ad-libbed a song about uh, going down on a girl for us, which is, which Every is dog actually has its in, the, uh, in, the, in the, the presentation. Which may be why it didn't go. Uh, and then the other IMDb question I have for you is, it says on IMDb, you kind of worked on Blade Runner. Well, you know, I, I was, I was, I had an, I was a reader uh, at Columbia Pictures, which was right next to the set of Blade Runner. And at night, I would go and work on Blade Runner because they had so many people on it that they didn't know 
who was on it or not. So I was sort of unofficial art department for about <laughs> about a week on Did Blade you just Runner. sneak onto the set? Yeah, no, because it was, well, it was right next to my office. It was a giant set, and it was oh the bi- the biggest show I ever saw. And I didn't. He would walk on it, and I would go, "What's this about?" And someone pointed it at Sean Young, who was wearing a tutu, and they said, "It's about her. She's a robot." And I was actually thinking about RoboCop at that time, but I had not thought of RoboCop yet. And I, but I had feelings about robots, and I didn't think that that was the right kind of robot. Uh, and then about four days later, at the middle of the night, I was looking at that blue car. You guys will remember this blue car, because guys remember these things. And I was thinking, oh, that's a cool car. A robot would drive that car. Yeah. And then I had this idea of RoboCop. I literally had the idea on the set of Blade Runner, the title and everything. It's never happened to me before or since. I think it was that envir- the environment, the location was so stimulating. It was great. Oh, and that's cool. That's so cool. Wow. Come on. That's amazing. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Ridley Scott. Um, yeah, it's time for, to do some Q&A questions. Mike Glazer, where are you? I'm out here. All right. Uh, where are our questions from our audience? Where are our questions so at? Somebody's hand right here. Any fun questions? All right. Hold on one second. Here we go. Hey, I wanted to ask uh, Casper about another serious controversial character, Griffin Stone, and how uh, your rivalry is going with Ray Pruitt at the moment. Is that still taking place? Uh, the, the, the rivalry with Ray Pruitt. No, I haven't seen him in forever. Uh, uh, Griffin Stone was a character I played on 90210 when I burned the house down with the lesbians in it. <laughs> it As was written that way. As you do. It was written that way. I didn't improv that. It just, it was, they wrote it in the script. It made me be that guy. You're like patriarchy man. Yeah. I love it. Uh, where back, are other back, questions? Back. Any other questions? Other hands? Come on, guys. Come on. I got one. Throw them up. I got one. Yes. Elon Musk, superhero or supervillain? Thank you. (laughs) Hero? What do you think, Ed? I think he's he's almost a con man at this point. We'll see. (laughs) I will give this frog to anybody that has a question for these two guys. Come on. (laughs) Who's got... There we go. Wait, 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 hang on. Wait for the mic, you son of a bitch. Wait for the mic, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Glazer, get on up here. I'm trying. Who's got the mic? Here we go. Who's got the mic? Here we go. All right. Okay, so what did you think about the the reboot of RoboCop? Good question. Well, uh, I I actually have credit on it because I I got uh, arbitrated credit through the WGA, and I met everybody and... Uh, on the show and what I remembered is when you make a movie it just kicks your ass I mean it's just terrible and so I actually had a lot of fun and I interviewed all these people who had worked on this movie and they just uh, the director good guy Jose Padilla they all tried really hard Joel Kinnaman and so I, I have to sort of honor them and say they really tried it's not exactly what I would have done uh, to me it, it was more serious and more gothic and whatever and now I have to be very nice about it because MGM has subsequently hired me to write another Robocop so it's okay by me. Come on. You know, one of the things I love about your movies, and you guys should uh, go, go back, if you haven't recently, go back and watch RoboCop, and go back and watch Starship, because the thing about these movies are, is they're so fucking funny. Yeah. You, you build comedy moments into these films the whole way throughout it in, in fun, different ways, whether it's uh, in Starship Troopers, right? You have uh, the, like... Yeah. Yeah, well, when the one guy doesn't wear his helmet is yes. maybe my favorite. Laugh Riot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny as hell to well, me. she actually <laughs> married him in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, they Are actually you got serious? married. Oh, yeah, I didn't wow. know. Uh, 
Oh, that's and, nice. cool. And same thing with uh, and same thing. Yep. married her. Yes, they got married. Wow. And had a kid. Wow. wow. We're solving racism. Well, he didn't wear too. a helmet, so they had kids. <laughs> <laughs> she, she blew his head off. It's dangerous. I love it. All the propaganda in all the like the propaganda moments throughout, like all the video propaganda moments throughout Starship Troopers are so funny. Mm-hmm. They're they're great moments. And then in Robocop, I'll buy can, that for a dollar. Yeah, you yeah, do. I buy that. Uh, I'll buy that for a dollar the whole way through it, baseline. which is yeah. hilarious. And you have stuff like yeah. what's the moment in the elevator right after the guy gets blown to pieces. There's a scene where the guy gets blown to pieces. Yeah, yeah and then the other guy says, uh, that's life in the city. Big city. <laughs> life in the big city, he says. Uh, Miguel Ferrer, may yeah. he rest in peace, a good buddy of mine. Yeah, he was great. The guy, the guy gets completely blown apart by the, by the, ro- by the robot and then, he's, he, and then someone goes, call it <laughs> After he's, there's pieces of him everywhere. A, a good forty, such a fucking funny movie. Forty-five Sorry. seconds of machine gun fire into the guy's chest. Call an ambulance! Call an ambulance! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's great. You have to go back and watch it. Um, all right. Uh, any more Q and A questions? Any more questions? We got one up front. We got one up front. The guy wearing the Starship Troopers shirt. Oh, get up! Rico, the Rico, outstanding show. Come the fuck on! Welcome to the Roughnecks. Oh my gosh, clean Converse, get out of here. <laughs> All right, ask your question, buddy. Were there any scenes that were written that were later cut that you wish would have been kept in the film? Uh, I never wished for anything that was cut to be kept in the film. <laughs> we only cut out the bad stuff. Uh, no, actually, no. What's that? We had two in the Blu-ray. There, there were, there were, there were some romantic scenes between um, Denise and Patrick. Yeah. Uh, that were under-realized by both the uh, writer and maybe the production, so we cut them out. Oh, that but sense. that wasn't their fault. And they were really pretty in the scenes, too. <laughs> they were good. Patrick was really pretty. Yeah. And Denise was really pretty. Yeah, yeah she's very pretty. Yeah, she's they're, still very they're pretty. They're very pretty. Yeah. Now, did you know that Waze, I have one thing to tell you. Did you know, did you know that on too. Starship Troopers there was a gender parity problem with, with, with being paid? That he no. got paid like a quarter of what the Dina, Dina Meyer got. Dina Meyer, yeah. Dina she got paid, got paid four more. times what anybody you know, else got paid. can be rough to us guys sometimes. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> wow, really? really? Just in that one. Yeah. It was. It was the truth. <laughs> she got paid more than me. It's because wow, you fat shamed that girl on Saved by the Bell and she wasn't having any of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fat shamed a girl, you burned down a bunch of lesbians in a house. I deserve to get yeah, less. I deserve to get less. Yeah. Oh, we, got, uh, we got some cookies for you guys. Oh, uh, wow. These are Thank from you. Selfie. Uh, and they uh, they have uh, they got pictures on Casper. We've got a picture oh, of yourself on it. And I believe we got some uh, Casper van. We got some uh, Starship Troopers once. You guys can pass out on your way. On your way out. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Here, let's do this. You take these, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Give it up for Casper Van Dien and Ed Newmeyer, everybody. Let him hear. Are we supposed to give these out? Yeah, let's hear. Yeah, let's give these out. I can't. Open the packaging, Steven. I don't want to eat me. Steven's uh, wrestling with the packaging, dumping cookies like happens every single night. Pass pass yourself out so others can eat you. you. I'll take that. You go give them some cookies, Ed. Give everyone some cookies. Yes. 
All right, let's get that theme song going. Okay. All right. Our next guest, get ready to welcome the star of the producers and Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, Jay Rodriguez. Let's sit close to you. I mean, Jay Rodriguez, come on, give it up for yeah, him. Hi, guys. They're like, he's not on Netflix. No, no, no. I'm from Vintage Bravo, yeah. where no one knew what an Andy Cohen was, and a Vanderpump was something I did late night to James Vanderbeek in my mind. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I love I love you, man. I think uh, it's no, it's awesome. It's awesome to have you on the show. It's you're good to so be here. you're so cool. How um, is it possible that Casper does not age? She's gorgeous. <gasps> like I, I know his fiance. We when I moved to LA, I did a uh, I was hosting this thing and she was performing in it many moons ago. And so I'm so sorry to objectify your fiance. But he's fucking hot. <laughs> he's like about 10 years older than me, so I'm like, good, I have another decade to like make it stretch. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Where, uh, where did you start out? How did you start out in I this I went business? to like performing arts high school in Long Island. I come from Puerto Rican Italian family. No one in my yeah. family ever thought uh, performing could pay the bills, and so it wasn't a viable option. It was a way to pass the time. You know, if you're Puerto Rican, you can join a gang or you can do a kickball change and uh, <laughs> pick the ladder. Or you and, can do uh, West Side Story and right. do both. So, yeah, right at uh, like yeah. performing arts, I got rent on Broadway. I was the youngest person ever cast in a leading role, and so I played Angel for half a decade and oh my God. built my resume. And yeah, Half and a decade I, would be how many minutes would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Way too many to count. But the funny thing was, I didn't even know anyone gay personally in 1997 when I got the show. My images of gay culture were like being at the mall and seeing images of like Elton John and RuPaul. (laughs) At the time, I didn't see myself visually depicted in that. It's a very small spectrum. Now I'm like, yes, girl, yeah. But at the time, (laughs) that was not my reality. So I really didn't, it was really tricky. And my first uh, kiss was actually with my co-star. Oh my God, oh, yeah. are you serious? Super. Well, to be really honest, if you wanna, <laughs> everyone take a Get big sip because I'm about to go in Tell the, the story. Cheers. 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 This is, I swear to God, true. I just told this in my cabaret show at Rockwell on Tuesday. So the truth is, we get into rehearsal and um, I, I really, I was so green, all I had was you know, uh, a performing arts high school experience and the show had been running for about a year and a half and one of my co-stars who pretty much everyone thought was straight and uh, he was like, hey, so I know you're new in the show. If you ever you know, want to talk about the show or just like come over and hang out and uh, or we order pizza and play some video games, that was the 1997 Netflix and chill <laughs> of our day. <laughs> and so I went there and uh, I honestly really didn't know what I was getting into. And you know, he offered me a drink. I'd never had liquor. I grew up strict, born-again Christian, no TV, Ooh. no secular music, right? So then he offers me weed, and we sing about weed in the show. So I was like, I have to smoke up. Like, this has to happen. (laughs) So I was on, like, I had my first cocktail. I smoked some weed. We eat some pizza. We're playing video games. And without any warning, he turns to me, and he's like, you know you got to kiss a guy in the show, right? And I was like, yeah, it's like acting and stuff. And and then he was like, well, uh, have you ever kissed a guy before? I was like, no, man, never. And he's like, well... 
I think you really should before we get to that part in the script because you don't want to freak out on stage. This is Broadway. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's like, well, you should kiss one of your guy friends. I was like, I don't think my friends would go for that. And he's like, I'm your friend. <laughs> right? No, no, no. We can make out now. This way you don't feel uncomfortable on stage. And all of a sudden, like, my 18-year-old heart is, like, pounding out of my chest. My face is red. My ears are hot. And I'm like, that's cool. So, <laughs> so we make out, right? And, we start, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is, like, what, like, you know, movie soundtrack love movies are, like, scored for. It all makes all kinds of sense. And then I felt a kind of pressure on the back of my head. And before I knew it, I was on my knees, and there was, like, a penis in front of me. <laughs> but it was uncut, and I had never seen that before. So I had to, like, find it, find it, find it, find it, find it. <laughs> And then up close, it looked like it was crying. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? Like, wait a minute, don't play with your food. So, so I, I thought this is the moment. This is the defining moment, right? It's like, I'm already touching it. Like if I put it around, this is the thing that makes Jesus throw up. So, so literally I was like, here we go. Like I do it. And I gave the world's worst Blowjob, ladies, and some of you guys. Um, <laughs> you remember that moment. And it's like the worst, and without any warming, no heavy breathing, nothing, he just came. And I looked up at him, and my eyes welled with tears. I was like, dot, dot. And then I threw up on him. <laughs> I threw up on him three times. And that, my dear friends, is how I became a homosexual. <laughs> yeah! Well, take another bow, take another yeah. bow. Well done, well done. That is my right story. And then I did right. And then I literally, one by the time I got into rehearsals, they were like, oh, and you're sharing a dressing room with Luther. And I was like, oh. Like I had to share a dressing room with him for the entire run of the thing. It's terrible. Oh, anyway, Sorry, shit. moving on. That was your blowjob joke for the night. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 Wonderful. Uh, they're like, Jay's supposed to be the culture guy. <laughs> like, the classy guest, sorry. <laughs> Jay, I, uh, I auditioned for uh, Rent on Broadway as Fantastic. well. Uh, waited in line uh, in, the, it was the year 1998. I waited mm -hmm. in line on the street for s seven or eight hours uh -huh. to go in and sing uh, about six bars. Uh -huh. And when I got in the room, uh, that was the moment where I was like, well, there's no fat people in Rent. <laughs> there was? Not, there's not one. Not one. There's a bald, there's a bald guy. That's as close as I can. <laughs> There's no any. It's a, uh, it's a well, yeah. you know, it was rough. It was a rough. It was a rough uh, realization. I'm sorry. Well, love, you saved I yourself from it. a whole lap full of puke, so it's oh, fine. Oh God! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Forever. Forever. Um, uh, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, yes. Let's keep talking about Broadway. Sure. Oh, we can cut it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I had that queued up <laughs> for when I said the word Broadway. Um, uh, you also went on to do The Producers with Mel Brooks. Yeah, that was crazy because I had, uh, at that point, I'd done Rant on Broadway for five years. I'd done plays at Lincoln Center and done an off-Broadway show that had gone to become on this, this cool uh, cult hit called Xana Don't which is, uh, <laughs> sounds crazy, but being done everywhere all over the world. Yeah. And they always tag me and stuff, and I'm on the soundtrack for that. But then Queer Eye started, and I was looking for ways to like sort of uh, remind the 
the audience, because I basically query forced me to become the Puerto Rican Emily Post. And when I look at interviews now, I'm like, I feel like it was like me at 23 on Ellen, and Ellen's like, do you, like, is it, Jay, uh, should you bring a bottle of wine if you're going to visit someone for dinner? And I felt like when I look at things now, I'm like, I was like answering like Cardi B. I was like, you know, Ellen, <laughs> to me, like, it's kind of like up to you. Like, you could definitely like bring it or not bring it. It's kind of like that's what I look at now. Wow. But, but, was it? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but that's what I look at that because I was so, literally this musical theater actor who literally got swept up in this queer eye moment. And so for, I don't even remember the question anymore. This is a yeah. great train. No, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we can go. We can go to Queer Eye because sure. Queer Eye. Uh, Queer Producers, Eye. Re- sorry. Producers. Pre- because out of that, I was looking for things to do, and they had asked me to audition for it prior to Queer Eye, and I was like, eh, I was like, I don't know if I want to like, because I felt like it's just, it was the same tone as what I was already doing in Rent. And I was like, mm. and then I saw a new guy play uh, Carmen Gia, and I was like, the, his his interpretation of it was brilliant. And then I did the movie, and I was like, okay, I definitely want to do the show now. So mm-hmm. once the movie aired, I did like three months in it on Broadway uh, at the same time as the movie premiere. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It was cool. fun. Don't but it was the first time I was in a Broadway show with moving sets, because in Rent, we had to move our own shit and we had like <laughs> Janet Jackson you know Britney Spears mics and it was like this was a show that actually had actual jazz hands and moving sets and I was like this is the real Broadway oh my god yeah that was the most the producers was the most expensive Broadway show up to that point in history yeah they, it was a I think yeah. a 35 million dollar show or 25 35 million dollar show it was over the top there were things yeah. that I'm like that's so extra yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> because when I were I worked on Shrek the musical on Broadway yes. and that was uh, 47 million which was the most anyone had ever spent on Broadway and it made 47 dollars and, and yeah and it made Canadian. it made 47 dollars <laughs> that is a fact um, and then and then Spider-Man comes along right and dwarfs all of it yeah. which I believe in the end it was 111 Eleven million dollars. One of the Spider-Men is who I was talking about in that original Rent story. Oh. He shit. Later went serious? on to play one of the Spider-Men. Yeah, if you he guys shot don't his know. web. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, You're Mike. Welcome. He shot his web. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you missed that. If you guys haven't, uh, go go on YouTube and go up look up clips from Spider-Man the Musical. It is the fucking so weirdest yeah. shit but it's that so, has ever happened. It's it's the money they put into it, even after the injuries and. People yeah. were falling out of the People sky. Are <laughs> yeah. People are swinging across the People stage can't and, really and it's snapping and they're walls. falling yeah. at, at people in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare show. They were about show. five years away from like having Jurassic Park the musical with like <laughs> alligators in the lobby. You know? that's, like, com- that's coming. It's only fine. a matter of time. They're fine. They're tame. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, then you go on okay, with Queer Eye for the Straight Guy uh, and th- this is something I noticed and just let me know how, how you feel about this. Sure. But if feels like up to that point there had never been a show where uh where where the show was basically going hey straight guys you don't know shit about what you're doing Uh, you gotta ask your gay friends and it put gay men in like a very interesting position of power where they suddenly like were like the Mm -hmm. where it was the first time that had really ever happened on tv is that right it really kind of allowed uh gay men to take the sort of uh top role in the locker room hazing uh we got to (laughs) make fun of straight men in a way that they make fun of each other all the time but ultimately (laughs) say i have the answers and 
I'm gonna make this so much better than you could even imagine. Your girlfriend's gonna be all, lo-. it was all that. Mm-hmm. But the, out, the, the thing we weren't expecting was we worked with them for four days and at the last day the producers come in, they're like, okay John, so this is the last time you're gonna see the guys, they're gonna remind you of what you have to do tonight and then they're gonna leave. So if there's anything you wanna say after the reminders, feel free. So we all go around like, don't forget, shave with the grain, like, you know, like wear your <laughs> shirt and, you know, toss the whatever. And then it, nine times out of 10, the dude would be like, uh, all right, guys, so um, you just want to, s- and they would get all misty and emotional. And we were, no one told us that was going to happen. So at first we kind of laughed, like we didn't know that they were serious. I'm like, oh, that's right. As as men, you're not really encouraged to open up emotionally to other men, and emotionally available at all is something we're super discouraged for being. So that show that was basically saying, no, 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 I got you, I don't want anything from you, I'm just trying to help, was groundbreaking. And the fact that it was the first time all an all-gay cast was assembled on network TV, that in and of itself was just, uh, I think, part of the movement that moved LGBT culture forward that said basically we are all so much more alike than we are not alike. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Totally. I love that. Well said, well said. Um, now, I, I know that you've given, you've given your fair share of advice. I believe you just recently gave uh, advice to, to Kendra Wilkinson, our, uh, a, friend, a friend of mine uh, who, uh, in Vegas. You guys did this so, thing. Yeah, so this is long-running off-Broadway. It's the longest-running off-Broadway comedy, and I preface that because the title is salacious. It's called Sex Tips for Straight, for straight Women from a Gay Man. And it's a, a book for like 25 year old like New York Times bestseller blah blah but an author came in and was like what if the author of that book had to do a talk back at like a university or a a bookstore and the moderator fell into the job of moderator last minute hadn't read the book and was super super prudish (laughs) Kendra plays that prudish moderator Jesus Christ are you serious I in all my uh, fabulousness whatever try to uh, give her this sort of uh, makeover and make her the hot tamale we all know and love using the audience as our guide and as we bring people on stage and it was great and it's still running in Las Vegas at the Paris but it was cool to be listen there was a moment where I had more billboards on the Vegas strip than JLo I was like Bitch, that's a new Puerto Rican in town. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was really good. That was, it was just a really cool... Uh, I had been on stage in a while, and so to be able to do that was really fun. And uh, it was like a live sitcom that changed every night. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to get some Q&A questions from our audience about... Here's what the questions are going to be about. Okay. They are going to be about... Uh, sex? Dating. Oh. Sex. Relationship advice. You guys ask... We are experts, That's right. and we. <laughs> We're but all here's the thing: is here's Huge the thing: experts, is, yes, you have a whole bag are. of gifts. I got a here. whole bag of gifts here. I got USB chargers of uh, <laughs> nighttime show from uh, Big Mouth Inc. I got all these USB uh-huh. chargers. I got I got a uh, a beach blanket uh, toaster treat uh, from them, and uh, and a coffee mug, nighttime show coffee mug. Ooh. So I'm gonna give you guys presents uh, in exchange for. Uh, <laughs> 
here, Cora, I'm gonna give you one right now. This is a this is a phone <laughs> charger. This is a yeah, USB phone charger. Cora, give Cora a round of applause. Yeah. So Cora, step to the right, step to the right. All right, anybody that wants to ask a question can win this one right here, and we'll give away a couple. Uh, who's got a question? Who's got a question? Wants to win a, a phone charger? Who's got a question? Anybody? No anyone's oh, got a question? No? There we are. Yeah. Uh, Question. Bum, 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 bum. You can't all Come be on. I, we really were all so satisfied and not lonely. We can do the mug instead if you There's guys want the mug. There's one back there. Just, oh, she's go. got her hand. There we go. Oh, straight yeah. back. Straight back. There you go. All right. Okay, so I'm trying to convince my boyfriend to step up his game as far as like dressing goes. Ooh. He always just wants to wear like a black shirt and like black pants. Okay. And I'm like, come on, you're like sexier than just being something plain like that. So how can I, how can I encourage him? Ooh, that is a question. That's, that's a, a that's, question. She says, so this is a really interesting thing because that's the other, the one thing is you can do is you can buy it for him, right? But then you're like putting, but the, the truth is, I wonder what you're responding to. Is it the fit that doesn't fit him very well? And you're like, eh, I don't like that he looks dowdy in it. Or is it just like the monotony of seeing him in the same color? The second one, got it. So for me, I would actually, uh, I, I, would, I would go ahead and take your tip. I would find the brands that he already likes, look at the label and see if you can find his size, but find a new color or something interesting so you already know the fit's gonna be good. Be like, babe, oh my God, you look so good in this. And when you say it, you're like, babe, you look like so, no, okay, that's terrible. Yeah, um, no, that'll work. But I, but that'll I work. wonder that, if there's some familiarity we'll, with the work. brand or just being familiar with like, cause I think straight men, what we found was, th the reason why they didn't branch out was they found something that worked at one point and held the fuck on to that. <laughs> yeah. And then that just felt safe and secure. And it's like, why am I straight from that? This fits, why am I throwing it away? It's like, yeah, I, I, I wore it in college. It's 15 years later and it's fine. It's like, <laughs> you know, I, trick fact, fact. I have, I, I I have a shirt from junior high that I still wear. <laughs> you, yeah. you really do. Uh, uh, I I recently uh, started trying to wear polo shirts and be a grown-up man, and that doesn't that doesn't wear uh, a grown-up man. A grown-up man. What were you before then? Well, I you know I got a lot of weird clothes like this. Like for example, I'm wearing a uh, a, a, a TLC waterfall shirt. I was right now. just gonna say that's from the TLC collection. It is from the yeah. TLC collection, and I don't go chasing no waterfalls. That's right. Um, but but I tried to wear a polo shirt. I got a black a. Very very nice black polo shirt with a red collar. And I go, I said to my girlfriend, what do you, what do you think? She goes, you look like a cast member on Pawn Stars. Oh. <laughs> color. Damn it. Color is everything. That is a fact. Find the color that works for you. All right, here we go. Uh, coffee mug for the next person asking a question. Coffee mug. Nighttime show coffee mug. Who's right back here. Come I got on. one right back here. You got here you one? Are. All right, take it. All right. Cora, so, go run to them, that one right there. So I'm getting married in front of all of my family in less than two weeks. Do you have any advice for my first kiss as his wife in front of my family? Because we're very romantic, oh. sexy people, but we Ooh. don't want to overdo it. So family hasn't seen you kiss him, really? No. I would, I, would take, I would take a page out of that Markle handbook, because she gave him a kiss that was clothed mouth, but she had a smile. And she looked like she was really into it, and everyone couldn't stop talking about it because of how it looked like it felt to her. She didn't need to open her mouth to suggest that she wanted to later. Ooh. Oh. That's 
nice. You're welcome to use well that however said. you like. <laughs> you know what will help, too? Uh, uh, Jen, you know what will really help is get uh, get your family uh, that, you know, so they're more relaxed. Get them a little drunk on this bottle of champagne that we bought for you. Oh, and my God. Congratulations. You're going to give that to her back there. All right, we got another question. We got a beach blanket, a beach blanket. Who's got, come on, this is a good one. We're only going to do one more oh, question. Oh, right back here, I got one it. One more question, there we go. All yeah, right. If you don't have Thank troubles, you. make them up. It's a beach blanket. Oh, it's a fucking God. beach blanket <laughs> from it's Big Mouth Who has this question? Right here? Hi. Okay, so my question is, is how do you get them to stop playing and commit? Ooh. Oh, are you talking about playing Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> God, yes. I am. I'm sure you're playing that game. <laughs> yeah. That's now, clearly a heterosexual thing because all I heard was like, beep, boop, beep, boop. I was like, <laughs> I'll defer to this side of the room. Yes. Uh, how do you get them to com- to to commit? Yes. Mike Black, what do you what do you got for this? Yeah, throw the PlayStation out the window. Yeah, <laughs> that's number one. It's um, for starters. Well, how long have you guys been together for? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not seeing anyone right now, but it's... A, yeah, I can't get to it's that a point. Theme. But <laughs> she just wanted a beach blanket, damn it. Just, uh, just, just. You know, I think, uh, I, you know, I think just, you know, keep being, your, keep being yourself and tell them what you want because you deserve the best. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's right. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. That's amazing. Um, all right, we gotta hey, we gotta wrap things up. Hey, hey Stephen, really, this is Stephen. Huh? Really quick, can I ask you? And you can say no. Yeah. But um, no. do you know any songs from Rent Ooh, that would yeah. make your dream come true after standing oh in line for? Sing Oh my God! Really? We have people from Glee here who are amazing, and so I'm. I will defer to them for the actual singing because I'm a little boozy, but I'll sing anything. Yeah, sure. Uh, how about a little? How about a little? Uh, Seasons of Love, just a little bit. Sure. It's not as exciting as a guy, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought there was like some music that was gonna oh, play. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're totally fine. Um, or can I just say if it's a cappella, I can sing whatever the fuck you I want. You sing whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Actually, let's do a little season. Can you imagine exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> if that, we're doing that, it's like any Beyonce song I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Monica Lewinsky all over my gown. Okay. Uh, <laughs> trying to s- keep the theme consistent, kids. Steve was like, I thought I asked this sweet, nice guy. We met because we have mutual, we are, uh, we have mutual friends who just got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame for the InSync Boys. InSync, yeah. And I did Rent with Joy Fatone. He did the show, and this was when Justin and Britney were still together. That's literally how long ago it was. And they would come to the show all the time, and so we just got so used to them. Pre-Queer Eye, Lance was still in the closet, and I kept, ask, I kept asking Joey, I was like, Sure. He's like, yeah, he's straight. I was like, because mm. <laughs> you know how like they said it's in his kiss. I was like, it's in his eyes. He's gay eyes. But, um, <laughs> you know, I have them too. So, so years later, I came to LA doing uh, for press for, for uh, queer, and then I moved here. And he had come out of the closet, had his old People magazine spread, Lance, and then literally ran up to me. He's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's fine. Okay. Um, okay. We're doing seasons. Okay. Um, yeah, just do it. Just do a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, um, oh, there we go. There we go. If we're playing, I'll just sing along, I guess. 
525,000 journeys to plan 525,600 minutes How do you measure the life of a woman or a man? They're already at the this other part, but anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, it's funny, true story. So for a year, they brought the original back, six months, so he could relearn, we can cut the track. <laughs> this true, no, no, true story. They brought Wilson Heredia back, who had won the Tony, and I was playing the role, and they're like, we're gonna demote you to standby, but you'll make your same salary. He's just needing to relearn the role for six months, get it back in his, or three months, can't remember what it was, a long time ago, but uh, so he can do the movie. I was like, okay, cool. And bitch stole all my bits and put it in the movie. But I didn't get a damn stamp. But uh, the, the interesting thing about it was then I was a swing and I covered five different men. So there'd be like afternoons where I would be like angel in the afternoon and then like the season of love soloist, like the big burly homeless man. And the funny thing is some of these costumes, they don't care what size you are. Like the guy who, the, the, there was like a big burly and I was like drenched in his like homeless man costume. Like, <laughs> Truth that she learned on times that he cried and bridges he burned all the way that she died. I'm leaving. Bye guys, yeah! thank you so much. Jay Rodriguez, everyone. Let him hear it. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Let's bring up our next guest. You loved her as the AT&T girl. She's starring as Squirrel Girl in the upcoming Marvel movie New Warriors, Milana Vaintrub. Hey! Here she comes. Whoa. Wow. Milana, how are you? Why is this audience objectifying me? Oh my <laughs> God, guys, stop it. I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else confused about which Spider-Man, Jay Blue? <laughs> yeah. Was it Andrew Garfield? Did you blow Tobey Maguire? <laughs> we will never know. The world may never know. Uh, you have this fascinating career. Uh, I know that you started... Uh, I'm glad it entertains you. It, it does. You started very young. You started acting very young. How yeah. old were you when you started? About five. About five years old. Yeah, how old were you when you started acting? Um, I was in my first play... I was in The Music Man in the second grade. Yeah, um, so we're, that's about the same age. Did you do no, you theater were a or were you acting on TV I shows? started doing Barbie commercials. I was like, I don't act for free <laughs> 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 as a baby. <laughs> uh, yes. Like, I need them residuals. <laughs> uh, so you I'm started... in this for my college savings. <laughs> <laughs> so you started out in commercials. Yeah. You started yeah. out in commercials, and then you blew up because of commercials. Like, you had already done like some you, I know you've done like a, a lot of TV at that point before. yeah I put in my 10,000 hours before I was 12 <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah no, but before you uh, before you hit it with the AT&T uh uh, being the spokesperson, being the, the spokes, spokes just, just lady. Lily, just her name's Lily. Yeah. Lily. Yeah. yeah. Before you became that, you had done like a ton of TV. You know, you were on Key and Peele. Yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff. Um, you what's your favorite thing that you got to work on before uh, doing the commercials? 
Um, before doing the commercials was I had a YouTube channel called Live Prude Girls. Did yeah. anybody, has anybody yeah. ever seen that? I know there's like one person. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I started my career for real. Yeah, there's like one guy in the back. What up? That's, my, it, that's it, my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it, it was this, this very like awkward YouTube channel that I did as a way to try to get people to know who I was, you know, sure. I'm sure there's other actors in this room who are like, how do I make a career? And I was like, I I'm just going to put a camera on my face and see if people click like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I did that for a little bit and I learned how to edit and I learned how to direct. And so that was really fulfilling. And I got to, you know, say what I wanted to say. I wasn't saying anyone else's words. Not that that's not an incredible experience too, sure. but, um, I got to make content that was uniquely me and so that's what made that really fun and then also it was my first time really having an experience with fans and engaging in youtube comments and seeing what people liked and trying to cater to that and um and that was that was really rewarding were you coming up in the youtube game like w with anybody else was there other people that that you No, knew? i was the only person on youtube at that time <laughs> you were by yourself on youtube yeah yeah wow that sure must have been cool yeah it, I was the only one. <laughs> Who else? It, it was when you, there was dial-up YouTube. Oh, dial-up YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to go to AOL keyword YouTube. That's so sad because I still have an AOL email. You do. That is so sad. Really I'm sad. sorry. Just you I, and my dad. It's just me and your dad <laughs> emailing each other, IMing each other. You guys are in chat rooms, age, sex, location. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't speak English, so he just says, Milana dead. Milana dead. <laughs> I know your dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in a double chat yeah, room together. Yeah, I know. You just realized that Milana dad is my dad. <laughs> is your dad. <laughs> I know the guy. Great guy. Great guy. Um, that is, yeah, I'm not good at technology. Uh, so much so that, that Matt Walker and me became friends uh, yep. out of necessity because I am so bad at technology. You almost ruined your uncle's computer. That is true. I and was I got a panicked phone call at midnight, <laughs> midnight on a Sunday Yes, because you'd watch so much porn yep. on his computer while he was out of town that and then you wanted question. then he wanted to try to erase it but instead of just erasing your history he went into the registry of the computer <laughs> which if you know anything about computers is a bad fucking idea. Yep. I started, and started deleting, deleting registry like, keys. I started deleting things like the space bar. <laughs> <laughs> like the backspace I started deleting like actual keys from like how a computer works hard to cover your tracks without the backspace <laughs> yeah. 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 why is it not working so, like, and I knew they were coming home the next day and yeah. I was panicking so I called Matt and I was like I will buy you a pizza if you come out from <laughs> Whittier to Brentwood to my aunt uncle's house and help me clean out their computer of all his porn and he showed up and he fixed it and then another Another time, I called him from New York City, uh, mm -hmm. and I go, I go, I got a problem. He goes, <laughs> he goes, oh yeah, what's the problem? I go, I um, my computer was overheating yeah, last for night. You're just like, my computer won't turn on. What should I do? Yeah, I, I go, my computer won't turn on. And he goes, what'd you do? What, what's the matter with it? I go, well, it was overheating last night, so so I uh, put uh, put it in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I've done 
that before. You put your computer in the freezer. Well, I put a hard drive in the freezer when it was getting overheated. That's what it. That's what the internet said. I went to WebMD for hard drives, and that's what it said. The internet lied. <laughs> yeah, when I brought so it in to do? get it fixed, they were like, uh, "Why is there ice in your computer?" <laughs> oh, it was inside There's the computer. Ice inside. Yeah, yeah, that was the, so bad. The Matt ice fixed was that for inside the computer. It's a yeah. He helped Zoolander me. Reference. He helped me fix. My fix for that was you uh, got it. One more. Thank you. Yep. My fix for that was uh, go get a new fucking computer. Yeah, that oh. was the end of it. Because it's broken. Uh, yeah. Matt Walker's so the Ray Donovan of porn. <laughs> no, yeah. he's not the best with tech support. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the opposite of the turn it off, turn it on guy. He's like yeah. the throw it away by a new one guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, uh, technology, Silicon Valley. How about that? What? You I go, know, weird, you go right? Off, yeah, you do that show? How yeah. fucking fun is that? Well, what was crazy about this period in my life was I got the AT&T job and the Silicon Valley job within a day of each other. Oh my god. It was also the day that um, so this web series that I did online the YouTube channel we ended up selling it as an MTV pilot Mm -hmm. that we made and never got picked up. So I found out that the show didn't get picked up that I got cast in Silicon Valley and that I was going to do an AT&T commercial all in like the same two days. Wow. That's ups and downs right there in the career. Yeah. Crazy. And that's when I was really heavy in like Wiccan shit. And, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But people are like, does that work? Can you do no. <laughs> It was just a weird two days where like a, just a very magical time. Wow. That must yeah. have been insane. And how many cool. commercials have you shot for them at this I point? I genuinely have not kept count. Oh my God. That is amazing. That's yeah. amazing. So like four. i don't know numbers good (laughs) that's so great um i love uh i know that you've worked with uh you've worked with a bunch of wonderful people on this is us yeah uh you played sloan sandberg on the show that's a fucking huge show come on this is us this is us this is her yeah I just felt like I I saw the seatbelts in everyone's brains click. They're like, oh, she's the Jew from the show. She's the Jew. What what was that like working on a show like that? That's a that's a big show. It was a big well, it was before it really aired. It started airing while we were shooting, so I didn't really understand the scope of it, but I knew that the trailer had come out and that got a ton of buzz. Um, but honestly, I was actually just very nervous to do a drama. I'd only ever done comedy. And so um, and comedy is the kind of thing for me at least, you kind of know when you're doing it right, even if there's not an audience to yeah. laugh at it you're just kind of like this feels funny and uh, with drama you're just like is it real enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was hard so yeah, that, uh, that is really true drama yeah. is very difficult because you're so used to getting laughs that when you're not getting laughs you're just like nah, how do I know it's good how do I know that I'm doing good job yeah it's, it's weird. like a stripper without an audience it's <laughs> <laughs> sad it's just now you're just There's dancing no and here. cold <laughs> yeah that's so amazing. I love that. Um, you know, one of the things that I, uh, I I love about you is that Go you're on. <laughs> so you're you're doing you're doing this commercial. You There's this a guy sitting behind me who's just repeating the things I say. <laughs> go on. She said, "Go on." She it's said, cool, right? On. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's really great. We paid a lot of money to get him in here. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I love you. The too. repeater. Uh, <laughs> What He's a translating. The sequel to the first time someone said something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, there, one of the things that I love that, that that you did is, uh, and there's there's people who get in this type of position where they have like a big voice. You know, you're you know trending and you're out there and people are seeing you, your face constantly, and you're doing all this great stuff. And then instead of just using it to like be like, I'm gonna go to a bunch of red carpets, you're like. Uh, I'm going to use it to talk about something that is actually important to me. I tried to go to red carpets. They wouldn't <laughs> let me. Well, now they do. No, I'm kidding. Now they yeah. do. But, but at the time, like you used your voice to talk about uh, something that was very important to you, which was the Syrian refugee crisis. Yeah, which just was like the a big refugee issue in general is really important, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like people who can't live at home and are trying to live somewhere else. Were you making a documentary about it, or were you working on a documentary I about it? I did. What I made a documentary about it. What's, what's, up, what's up with that? It's online. It's called Can't Do Nothing. If you go to can'tdonothing.org, you can see it. Um, and, uh, yeah. What, what's That's your question? Not, no, just uh, I, I just wanted to know about it. Yeah, so I was what what happened? I was on vacation with my dad in Greece, and um, I started to really learn more about what the refugee crisis was because um, we don't really hear a lot about what's happening in other parts of the world in America because we're this giant country. We're really self sufficient. We have these two giant oceans, so we don't have to care. I mean, I think for a lot of us, we really don't know even global geography that way. <laughs> Well, yeah, and true. um <laughs> are you crying? He's no, like, I don't no, know. I'm, I'm not cry- I don't <laughs> know, know where Syria is. I don't know where Greece is. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on so I was on vacation there and I started just like watching the international channels just like in my hotel room because I was with my dad and it was the only way I could get space. And um, <laughs> so I, you know, I was just watching like the BBC and they were talking about the refugee crisis and I'd uh, watch the Russian news and they would talk about the refugee crisis and the Greek news and they were all talking about the refugee crisis and like our news was talking about the Emmys. And I was like, how is that? Educate. This is why I feel I felt like I was globally ignorant, and so um, I started to learn more about it, and I tried to find ways to help. And while I was at Athens, I went to like a refugee volunteer meetup, but everything was in Greek, so I <laughs> I couldn't understand anything. And um, basically, I just decided to go to this tiny island called Lesbos, um, which is just six miles away from Turkey. It's just across a very small sea called the Aegean Sea, and it's a place where people specifically refugees, Syrian refugees, some Afghani refugees, are um, paying smugglers all the money they have, about $1,500, to get on a boat and cross the sea, and on the other side of the sea is hopefully a better life. I mean, no one puts their their kid in a boat unless it's really an opportunity for life because it's a very dangerous thing and lots of people have died crossing that sea. So um, so I made this documentary about my time there, about some of the people I met, kind of explaining what the war is and why we should care about anywhere else in the world besides here. Sure. And, um, and then use that video to fundraise. And uh, with that fundraising, we were able to do amazing things for other charities that are all, like tiny and don't have publicity budgets. You know, they're like not the people that are like telling you that like, Herpes is the new movie, you know, like the billboards that are like, careful, Herpes, the sequel. And so, <laughs> but they don't, they don't have budgets for that because they're actually like putting all of their money towards like education and doctors and like tents and things that people really need to survive. So um, I just used this film I did and all of the eyeballs that I had on me because I was this commercial bitch and made... <laughs> people pay attention to the refugee crisis. And because of that, we got to 
help build some schools and buy some school buses and set up first aid centers and get kids prescription eyeglasses and things like that. Yeah, I did not do it alone. There were so many amazing organizations involved, like the Syria Fund and Salam UK and Mary's List and things like that. So if you guys go to can'tdonothing.org, you can find out ways to continue getting involved locally and internationally. Yeah, come yeah. on. Very yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, let's talk. Uh, we, we, got a, we, got a we got an IMDb question. You want to do a quick IMDb You got to do the song. Do All right. I don't know what's you, Just sing the IMDb song with <laughs> oh, me. <that>. Ready? <laughs> right. Here we go. It did IMDb get it right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you guys didn't talk about like what the melody of the song is we, before this show. We didn't we harmonize didn't, We don't know correctly. what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, IMDb says that you were in Ghostbusters and that you played mm -hmm. Subway Rat Woman. Is that true? Yes, it's my proudest accomplishment. <laughs> I'm offended that you did not notice me. I was the girl going, ew, 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 for three seconds. <laughs> so you worked with Paul Feig then twice, right? I did, yeah. Because you also worked on... So you weren't literally a rat woman. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, were, I I like, we were a little curious that maybe you were uh, half rat, half I'm like woman. the pigeon woman from Home Alone 2, but I'm just like a rat woman that lives in the subway. Yeah, I love that lady. Uh, uh, so yeah, I was expecting something else entirely. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, Paul Feig, you worked with him also on a on a show called E Space. Other space. Other space. Yeah. Uh, so you're not great at IMDb. I did not. You just kind of vaguely. You kind of skimmed. I skimmed. It's a it's a short list. It involves technology. Uh, very so busy. Yeah. yeah, no, that is a uh, that that must have been fun working oh, with him. I mean, it's the best. You know, bridesmaids guys are nice, amazing. Yeah, I saw bridesmaids and I thought it was the best movie ever. And then I really, um, yeah, I, I yeah, I feel very lucky to get to work with that guy. I would have been a long time Freaks and Geeks fan. Sure, oh, the yeah. best. And uh, anyone else, Freaks yeah. and Geeks. Love Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, so I so I always respected that he had this very unique and authentic voice. And so when I got a chance to audition for him, I um I puked and then I did a good job. It's <laughs> <laughs> the well, secret. We gotta yeah. we gotta do a little a Q and A. Stories tonight. Is it time for Q and A? We yeah, should Q &A. do a little Q and A. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Glazer. Glazer, where are you? Hello, Glazer. Dude. There we any are. Questions? What's up? Uh, any questions in the audience? Uh, we got. I'll go right here real quick. Okay. Sure. Yeah, excuse me. Also, how great is your in it tonight, everybody? Yeah! Tip awesome. your waitresses and waiters. All right. Uh, if not, why not? But would you ever make the switch like the Sprint guy? Uh, it's a good question. Good it's question. a really good question. I hope I don't have to. You know, I think it's like a move you make when you don't have a lot of other options. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I think like... I cut him some slack. Like, I don't really think of him as a traitor because, like, honestly, your phone company will betray you every chance they get. So, like, <laughs> if anything, he's, like, the man that's standing up for us, <laughs> you know? Like, we should be holding him up on a chair and saluting him. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really, yeah. I hope that I don't have to make that choice. Yeah. He went to the office, he's like, can you pay me now? Can you pay me now? <laughs> can you pay me now? All right, well, uh, anybody else? Oh, right here, great. There we go. Hey, uh, big fan, big fan. Uh, I uh, I uh, have AT and T. I pay about 125 bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna and, stop uh, you right there. I don't. I'm an actor, 
and so like I know this is confusing, but I'm not actually working in in the store. But do you think I'm getting boned on my data at 125? How much are you paying for your data? What do you? I'll tell you. What do you pay well, for your data? If it's 125 a month. Yeah. Like, and then also there's Wi-Fi everywhere. Like, am yeah. I boning myself with all the data? It seems like you, yeah. you should probably talk to somebody. Okay. Let's see if we got what, another question. Yeah. A non-phone related question from question? someone else. Back there, come on, come on guys. Come on, someone back there, someone okay. back there. Oh, I'd like someone to hear about there. Squirrel Girl, actually. There we go. Oh, yeah. Squirrel Girl. There you go, Squirrel it's, Girl. It's Squirrel so sad girl. that you have to like beg people. <laughs> like, please, no, she's no, interesting, give her an opportunity there, to talk. No, no, they're all oh, right here. We got one here. Excuse me. Go. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. Here you go. It's fine. Um, this is a bit of a nerd in me. Uh, uh, do you defeat Thanos in this in this next uh, installment? If I say anything, <laughs> Marvel headquarters will show up and inject a probe so deep up my anus <laughs> that I will explode all over your faces. It's going to be a messy night, and I don't want to have anything to do with it. So leave me alone. You're sabotaging my career. <laughs> all right, next question. Next question. Oh. Hey, hey, sorry, real quick. Uh, this is not a phone question at all. <laughs> not a phone question. Not, not a phone question. question. I have AT&T U-verse, <laughs> and I, I don't know what it is, and also, like, it's not really working for me. I, it seems sort of like, a, like if Netflix was like a sad mining town, you know, that was deserted, and I was wondering if you knew what to do about that. <laughs> I'll take my question off the it's air. A solid question. All right. Um, it's a solid question. I don't. I don't know what food for thought. I don't know what eighteen. I don't know what U-verse is. I'm any just a cell phone bitch. Anybody? Anyone? Any questions? Any, anyone else have anybody have a for... question in the back? Yeah. Anybody? Right. Anybody anyone, else have a question? Anyone, uh, you we have wrap? one more. Oh, we got one more. We got one. Oh, for hey, God's I'm sake. literally on the phone with AT and T right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Milana Vane, drop everybody! Give her a round of applause. Oh, 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 here, take this. It's got cookies in it. And it's, oh my God! I know, and you're right there. <laughs> So go go eat yourself. <laughs> it just the cookie cut off, so it just says Milana Vine, which is which is just like it, it it sounds too much like Milana Cunt, and we have to bleep that. We'll bleep that. We'll bleep. Thank Milana you, Milana. Milana Vaintrop, everybody, give her a big round of applause. We got a shout out to Andrew too. Oh yeah, uh, how about a shout out to Andrew Rollins DeWitt? Andrew, stand up, take a bow, buddy. Good bit, buddy. Good bit. Well done. Good bit. All right, here we go. Let's uh, get the music ready. We're about to bring up our next guest. From Sweeney Todd, Twilight, Harry Potter, and the lead vocalist for the band Counterfeit, Jamie Campbell Bauer. Oh, yeah. Come on. Keep it going. Keep it going. Like, you look like a vampire. <laughs> do, do you get that all the time? Do people just say that to you all the time? Yeah, constantly. It's a <laughs> oh fucking problem. <laughs> you're you're uh you're one of the one of those people where you start to, well, people people get nervous talking to you. Does that happen? 
Often, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's a bit of a problem sometimes. But I get nervous talking to other people too. So. Who do you get nervous talking to? You. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, no, you're, uh, you're a terrific guy and a great actor. I was, I, we were talking outside, and uh, it was cr- this was crazy to me that when we were like, we wanted to get you on the show, and then when your people called back to say that you were in town, that, that uh, you've been touring with Counterfeit, with your band, and that you guys, yeah, fuck yeah, and that you guys had just kind of- A kinda... smattering of people, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. But you guys had just like landed, you just happened to be here for like a little longer before you leave again. Before yeah, you... well, we wanted to stay for you. That's the only reason we stayed, Steve. Get you know? out of yeah. here! We heard this was happening, we were like, fuck it, we're going to extend the trip another three weeks. We actually haven't been on the road now for like a good month. Well, thank you for being being here buddy You're like welcome. I, I i literally uh we when when i heard that we were gonna get you on the show the first place my mind went was like oh my god you were antony in sweeney todd with tim like tim burton's sweeney todd with johnny fucking depp like how crazy mm-hmm. is that shit yeah. and you sing like the most imp- like that's like the song yeah. you sing joanna in the show which is like the only beautiful ballad in the entire show like yeah. it's amazing and that was like kind of your first big role, right? It was my first ever job, yeah. I was like plucked out of school. Uh, I was 17 years old. They came to school for a casting and they found me and they were like, do you want to do this? I was like, fuck yeah, this sounds amazing, man. Like, why wouldn't I want to do this? This is what I wanted to do my whole life. And so I left school and just started working from there on in. But it was something that I'd been doing since birth, I suppose. Like performance for me was always something that fueled me and made me passionate about life I think uh, when I was a kid I used to have like an air guitar band that I'd show my parents every fucking weekend not the coolest thing ever but you know it was fun um, and then I did National Youth Theatre and National Youth Music Theatre back home and from there just really really got my teeth stuck into it and so when I started to work I felt kind of ready but then you go to a film set and you're like holy shit what the fuck is all this stuff this is crazy lights my God. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, it was a wild time. Would you advise to everyone out there to drop out of high school at 17? Absolutely, yeah. As long as there's lights involved, you'll be yes. fine. <laughs> you hear that, kids? If there's lights involved, you got a career. Yeah. Um, that, that's fucking, that must have been bananas. Especially, like, when you, when you don't know anything and you don't know anybody in the, like, really in the business. Like, you didn't know Johnny Depp before you before you did that movie, no, right? No, we weren't hanging out, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and here's here's a fucking really bizarre, crazy, crazy connection. Uh, in Harry Potter, you play young Gellert... Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah, you got it. And Johnny Depp plays that part now, currently. Asshole. Asshole. Yeah. He took my job. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, nah. like, he plays the adult version of the, the, the role that you originated. How fucking weird you. is this business? It's so weird. It's crazy. It's happened a lot over my career, with, particularly with, like, Johnny and with Jonathan Rhys-Meyers as well. Like, we share so many connections, and people have always said, oh, you look like Jonathan Rhys-Meyers. And then I did a show with a bunch of people who did the Tudors with him, so... Yeah, then you did, you did Hamlet. Well, not Hamlet. Uh, King uh, Arthur? King Arthur. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, wish I'd done Hamlet. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. Same, same thing. Yeah, exact kind of. Yeah, no, well, you do, you do uh, King Arthur, and you're uh, that. I mean, that's that was a fucking huge show. How long did you do that show for? Uh, that was only one season, unfortunately. Thanks for bringing it up. It's still, <laughs> you know, it still hurts. Anytime, anytime. You ever need somebody to bring you down? I'm your guy. Um, I'm glad I came tonight. Thanks, Steve. Was that Camelot, like the one based with Robert Goulet? Like, was it based on that or no? It was. Uh, well, no, not the musical. No, Camelot. but. Uh, 
Bros. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Glickman to do his Robert Goulet impression. Uh, yes. I worked with a late. Do you know who Robert Goulet is? No, I'm not entirely familiar with his work. Robert Let me be Goulet with you. was in Camelot on Broadway, <laughs> and then he was in the movie, I believe, and he played uh, King Arthur. And you played King Arthur, right? I did, no. yeah. But yeah, he you wasn't were King my Arthur. Research, no. Yeah, well, he 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 talked. He was oh, he kind of talked like this all the time, and he did not do accents. I will not do accents. <laughs> and and uh, what happened was is I had a I was working on a horrible play, a horrible play, and the lady that would put my clothes on me and like get me dressed uh, for the show, like got my costume made and stuff. She was his costumer when he was on Broadway and like you know throughout <laughs> his career, and so she told me a bunch of stories about him. And I'll tell you uh, two very quick stories. One of them uh, was uh, one night he called her in the middle of the night and he goes, he goes, Jane, I need you to come to my hotel room. Someone has taken all my jewels. <laughs> Jane, my jewels have been stolen. Come to my hotel room, Jane. And she's like, it's two in the morning. What the fuck do you want? Was her name even Jane? Was no. Getting- no. <laughs> I think so. It was Linda. Yeah. So then he's like, Jane, I need your help. The jewels have been stolen, Jane. And so like she searches his whole place and she can't find these jewels and like, you know, rings and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and then he's like, he's like, all right, well, I guess it's all for the best. Let's I'm going to pour myself a drink. You want anything, Jane? And she's like, it's Linda. (laughs) Jane opens the freezer and in the freezer, he had frozen all his jewels. (laughs) <laughs> into the ice tray <laughs> next and to your computer like, this yeah. is a recurring theme this evening there's yeah. been computers a lot in of there things now. frozen in yeah. thing. and then the other story was he was doing the sound of music uh, at Niagara Falls Theater and she was working with him uh, at the Niagara Falls Theater and uh, and uh, it was time for him to go on stage, right? For the, they go, they, they go, uh, Mr. Von Trapp, you know, whatever. And then they point at the thing and he doesn't come through. And he's, he was left at the, you know, at the place to come through. And they go, Mr. Von Trapp, in front of a full audience. And they go, where is he? Where is he? And they go, he's not there. And they send her to his dressing room and he opens the dressing room and he's just standing there in the dressing room like this, just bent over. And she goes, are you okay? And he goes, I may have shit my pants. (laughs) And she goes, what do you mean? What do you mean? You may have. And he goes, "Uh, well, I ate about 27 strawberries, and I drank a bottle of Goldschlager. (laughs) So I may have shit my pants. And and she goes, we don't have another pair of pants for you. And he goes, I guess the show's canceled. (laughs) And they canceled the show. Get out. That's not the right attitude. That's a real story. And everyone in the theater was like, show's over. And the whole fucking audience had to go home. And none of them knew it was because he shit his pants. Well, you'd be delighted to know that I played many a show with shitty pants. (laughs) Well, great. I've got one up on that, dude. Well, maybe one day you'll do the Robert Goulet story. (laughs) Maybe you will. Absolutely. Uh, You know, he was the guy on TV when Elvis shot the TV. Are you Robert serious? Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Oh, I like that story. A little trivia. Good, good, uh, <laughs> good trivia there, Mike. Um, uh, okay, here's a here's one for you. Twilight. Uh, Why? No. no. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> How? 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 Why? What? what? You jumped into this in the final in the final two movies? Uh, yeah, no, I did the second movie. Our characters were introduced in that, and then, yeah, we right. came back from four and five. Yeah. yeah, so you come in, and also, by the way, we showed the clip of you getting your, your head torn in half 
Uh, you showed that tonight? We showed it no. at the begin as part of the intro video of your head literally <laughs> being ripped. Like, and it's just... Ch- the it's crowd like loved it. The crowd, You're welcome, by the way, guys. Thank you so much. It. They, this <laughs> is their whole thing. They love a uh, head getting torn in half. But it was... It's like, what a fucking bizarre thing to jump into. I mean, it's already... It was already a huge deal. What was that like jumping into a movie like that? It was crazy. I mean, I wanted to be in the first one, actually, believe it or not. Like, I'd read the books and... I liked the character, I liked Edward, I thought he was great. So it was around the same time as Sweeney was coming out, right? So it was right at the beginning of my career and it just, things didn't work out so great. Um, so when it came time for the second one and they asked me if I wanted to come in and play basically myself, I was like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. Like, I'd love to do this. Um, but to be on the sort of peripheries of, I suppose, something that was so culturally successful, I wouldn't use the word important necessarily, but successful <laughs> for sure, um, was a really, interesting and bizarre experience. I really got to see how people work and like the fandom thing, like it's crazy. People are nuts. Like we couldn't go to restaurants with certain cast members cause there'd be like 400 fucking people outside. And it was wild, but to be part of the film and to, you know, to share in that with 72 other named and numbered cast members on the last two oh movies my God. in the same hotel. Can you imagine? Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, indeed. That is were, a fucking party. Were Watch you guys this. in Vancouver when you guys were shooting that? Uh, no, the last two were done in Baton Rouge in oh Louisiana, oh, which wow. is a good time, by the way. So go to Baton Rouge. I'm going to fly the flag for those guys right now. Uh, what, uh, let's, let, I'm going to mention a couple cast members. Yeah, go for All it. All right, and then I just want some first impressions. Chris and Stewart. Lovely, wonderful. Yeah. Gentle. Kind. Yeah? Yeah. Quiet. A little. Kind of kind of weird sometimes. We're all a little weird. Oh, well, yeah, no, I mean, I know. I like, I'm a big, I like, listen, lady. I'm trying to have a fucking conversation here. God damn it. You don't like Kristen Stewart? You don't like her? Oh. Don't uh, don't worry, she's not on the microphone. It's okay. okay. We can talk about it later. It's fine. Uh, no, I like Kristen Stewart. I think she's a she's a very nice lady and uh, and and very quiet and very uh, uh, interesting, very st- uh, fun. Sure, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, okay. What about uh, what about Robert, Robert Pattinson? He's another Brit, of course. We share affinity. You know, I've got to love that man. Yeah. We're, uh, we actually both grew up in the uh, in the same small part of London, a place called Barnes, and he lived like probably a good like 200 meters down the road from me which is crazy did did you know him growing up did i sorry did you know him when you were growing up no no we didn't know each other growing up no not at all but we know each other now which is nice okay that's (laughs) great (laughs) (laughs) that is nice what about uh taylor uh lautner but he's he's a big motherfucker that guy's got (laughs) muscles what a hun though like i'm kind of attracted to him in a weird way you know oh yeah i'd like him to pick me up and take me in his arms sure i get that uh, I had a weird uh, interaction with Taylor Lautner. Do you uh-huh. guys know about this? Yes. Like, do you know this story? Weirder than this one? It's pretty... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pretty weird. Um, me and my sister were at the Kids' Choice Awards, mm-hmm. and we were hanging out... This is many, many years ago. We're hanging out backstage at Kids' Choice Awards, and uh, Miley Cyrus like walks in, and she turns to my sister and me, and she goes... Uh, uh, she goes, uh, oh, hi, guys. I'm just here picking up an award. And it was like, she was picking up, like, best new artist. You know, it was like a fucking huge deal. Right. And, uh, and then she She's goes. She's saying it she like goes, it's lunch. Yeah, she, yeah, she couldn't have given two I'm shits. I'm picking up an award. I'm just picking up an award, and then I'm going to go get my draw cleaning. And then she goes, she goes, what, uh, what kind of cupcake are you eating? Because I was eating a cupcake. Right, yeah. 
Did I, I not mention hope. I was eating a cupcake? I was eating a, a, a peanut butter chocolate cupcake. I think like it's I implied normally... in most of his stories that he's <laughs> that eating, a, eating cup... a cupcake. And so she goes, uh, she goes, what kind of cupcake is that? I go, uh, peanut, butter, peanut butter chocolate. And she goes, uh, that, sa- that sounds pretty good. Where'd you get it? And I go, over at the craft service table. She goes, I want one. <laughs> go get me one. <laughs> Also, get one for my mom. And I go, okay. And then she goes, get a couple. I don't know. Maybe if they got different cons. And I was like, no problem, Miley Cyrus. And I walk over, and I have a half-eaten cupcake in my hands. So I get two more with this hand, and then I get three with this hand. I like four in this hand. And I hold them You act like, like it's this. the first time you've done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I got, I got like seven cupcakes and Taylor Lautner is standing right next to me. <laughs> and I look, I look at him, and he goes, and I go, these are for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and, and he goes, sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking walks away, and I was like, fuck you, man! <laughs> fuck, just because I look like I'm made of cupcakes doesn't mean... I'm eating all these fucking cupcakes. Such a fucking asshole move. Anyways, God bless him. God bless cupcakes. As God far bless as I... cupcakes too. Um, hey, you know what? We have some cookies for you, uh, but we're gonna do uh, any any uh, questions from the audience. Any questions we got for uh, for I, Jamie? I got a question. Yeah, sure. Now you're in a band. Yes, yeah, right. Like. Did you like you just weren't getting laid enough? Is that it? Like you're like I'm gonna go be a rock star now. I wasn't getting any, yeah. I wasn't getting any work. That's why I started the band. Uh, no. Did no. you start the band because you weren't getting work? No, I started the band. No, I wish. I wish. Oh God. Uh, I started the band because I guess it's something that's always been in me. Like I grew up in a I grew up in a household where both my parents are in the music industry, right? So um, for me, music's always been a massive part of my life, and I've always played. So. I, I guess I just took it a bit more seriously about three years ago, and all of a sudden we're out on the road touring, which is crazy, really, if I'm being honest. Now, to clarify, be... it's not still an air guitar band, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to come to the show and find out. Okay. Some of your band is here, is that correct? There, yeah, I've got the bassist. He's the sort of beautiful one in the corner. Massive. There you are, beautiful. Give Roland. him a big, what's his He's name? single, by the way, as well. Roland. Give it up for Roland, ladies Bro, and gentlemen. Come on. What's that you like should going go. out on the road and, and being uh, being on the road with a band? That's got to be fucking fun and weird. Confined is the word I'd use. <laughs> really? Yeah, massively. So we've just we just finished like four weeks out here, and uh, we were traveling around in this Mercedes Sprinter. Nine of us sleeping in the fucking thing, driving yeah. in the fucking Holy thing. Like shit. we were doing it properly, and it was uh, it was great, man. Like I never feel more comfortable from when I'm surrounded by like-minded individuals who share in the creative passion. And, uh, and that's what the road is like every single day. And it's smelly as well, but other than that, <laughs> it's fucking fine. It's fine. That's amazing, I love it. Any questions, uh, Mike Glazer, you got any questions for us out there? We got right one up here, up front. We got a question up front. Do you want to shout it? I'm all the way over here. Oh, Glazer! <laughs> Glazer. Get off your, <laughs> you son, of son of you stoned son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> smoking too much weed. Uh, Twilight so- or Harry Potter? Uh, Twilight, I think. Yeah. Because it was the, it was my first. Hey, wait a minute, people. Provocative <laughs> end. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck me. Good one. Controversial. Good one. Uh, any other questions? Any other questions? Come on. Come on. Come on. We got one up front. There yeah. we go. We got this one, Glazer. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Dude right with the fit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, if you were to ask Stephen to get you anything from the craft service table, what would that be? <laughs> Good question. Good, Good question. question. Miley Cyrus's cupcakes. That's <laughs> oh, Glazer. yeah. Glazer. And they're delicious. Glazer. Yeah, Glazer. One over there. We got one over there. We got one over there. So my family and I, um, we're going to London for the first time. Uh, what are some things we should do? Not go to any sex clubs. They're all awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's amazing places. I mean, I live in the middle of the oldest food market in London, and it's called Borough we Market. We like food. Uh, well, then, <laughs> yeah. my friend, you're in luck. This place is amazing. <laughs> they've got oysters. They've got fucking cheese. You name it, it's there. Um, so Borough Market is a must. Uh, obviously, Tower of London is amazing. And Soho. Let's go and do a night out in Soho, get hammered, and do something wrong i think awesome yeah. thank you that and the sex clubs yes they with. yeah no but i was gonna ask like if you were to choose one sex club for when i go to london <laughs> good question glazer we got one more over here glasses you glasses you got a question we got one over here i'm mostly just curious like why twilight and not harry potter i mean come on you really still going on <laughs> holy shit I, well twilight was my first so i've got to pick it you know i was in twilight before i was in potter so yeah, I get that. But still, Harry Potter's better, just saying. <laughs> wow. It wow. almost seemed like she accepted it, and then she was like, no. <laughs> She's like, fair, fair, but wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm hearing you, I can hear you, up? but I'm one, not One it. last question, anything else? We good? Oh, we got one more. We got one more up here. One more. All right, so you've played next to Johnny Depp. What role do you think, if you could pick out of Johnny Depp's movies, would you portray better than him? Ooh, Ooh, better competitive. Than, better than him is difficult. I'm not sure I'd use the word better. But they um, did like the prequel to a, one of his movies. <laughs> Who would you want to Transcendence, play? just purely because oh it was. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> because it was what it was. Oh did you really just say transcendence? I this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jeannie uh, Campbell Bauer, you fucking badass son of a bitch. Smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, music, get music cued. Are you ready? All right, here we go. All right. Oh. <laughs> Do we have any Gleeks here tonight? Where are our Glee fans here? Get ready, Gleeks. Here we go. For a Glee reunion, it's Jenna Oshkowitz and Kevin McHale. Yeah! <laughs> Keep it going! Keep it going, guys. Keep it going. There we go. Keep it going. Keep it going. Everybody's still awake. Awesome. How's it going? We did it. We did. We have you guys. This is so fucking cool. How awesome is this? You're welcome. Yeah. How awesome is this improv? Hi, Car. Hi, guys. Uh, this is very exciting for us to have you guys. This is very cool. Thanks for um, having us. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's start off by saying both of you are wonderful people, and we mm -hmm. love both of you guys for coming out and hanging out. It's because you don't us. really know us. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. That's very true. Um, uh, where did you guys first meet? Where did you guys first meet? Jen and I met and testing for Glee. September 11, 2001. September 11th, yeah. 
Whoa. Oh, no, no, not like Sorry, sorry, not 2001. Not oh, like, my God. No, our, no, 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 no. I'm tired. This it was is like four shit. hours past my bedtime. It was I'm on sorry. a September, just a September 11th. A September 11th. I flew oh twice God. on that day. Yeah, so sorry. it's a memorable date. Sorry. That's not the answer we were expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Can we rewind? Are we editing this? One of the worst days in history. And also, a callback for Glee. <laughs> um, Third callback. That is a uh, that yeah that must have been crazy. How many callbacks did each of you guys have to do? Four, three, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Well, no, I had the weird thing where I yeah I think I was the first one that they had picked. It like we want you to test. Of course you were. <laughs> Thank you. And so then I had to wait seven weeks while they found everyone else. Like you know. So then I was just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna forget how to play this character that I didn't really know how to play to begin with. Yeah. Like, did they tell you when you auditioned for it that you were gonna be in a wheelchair? Yeah. Did they tell you right away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, right. it, it was, was written, in the character yeah. description. Yeah. Yeah, was there interest in actually hiring someone that was in a wheelchair? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I didn't have any part in that. I was like, I got the audition. I'm like, great. I'll go yeah. audition for something I won't get, per usual. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you come down? Did you t- come down to you and anybody else at the end, or was it mostly just yes. you? Yes. Uh, it came down <laughs> to me and so- somebody Jenna actually worked with. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. In Spring Awakening on Broadway, so they had hired Leah, who was Leah Michelle, who was in mm-hmm. Spring Awakening. Sure. And then there I am in the room testing for it, and I'm like, "Who is this kid?" And I'm like texting my manager, and she's like googling. She's like, "Oh, he was in Spring Awakening." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> fuck me. Why am I here?" Like they clearly have like a theme. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they're hiring these Broadway people, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. So you were I, just from a boy band at that point. Whatever. Yes, yes he was. Yes, he was. NLT. Good memory, Matt Walker. Yeah. <laughs> So clearly not from the right world <laughs> to like be part of this show, and then yeah, yeah somehow I Psh. got it. Yeah, yeah, because you clearly. and me, have, you and me have this weird connection, Kevin. I did. Which Thank is you. yeah, <laughs> Kevin and me have a weird connection because you auditioned. Uh, no, you went in for uh, like met with Nickelodeon about doing a boy band show yeah. right before they created Big Time Rush, the show Interesting, I was on huh? yes. on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Is that did that kind of go down like that? How that you go know down? what's funny is I didn't put that whole thing together until years afterward because I forgot that I blocked out that I was in a boy band. <laughs> and then um, one of my best friends, Justin, who was also in the boy band, he's like. Do you remember when we went to Nickelodeon and we pitched a show about a boy band like two years before Big Time Rush came around? I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh fuck, <laughs> we totally did, and good for them. They did it. Yeah, television <laughs> is so weird because uh, the guy I can't. I'm I'm uh, I'm forgetting his name, and it's for the best that I don't say his name on the show. But there was a guy who has been in all these Will Ferrell movies who got cast to play the manager on the on the Nickelodeon show that I did, and they and they had him at the table read, and at the table read they went, "Oh, this guy's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have him on the show," and they oh. fired him at the table read. And that was, yeah, and that, that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then they cast me Friday, and I shot Monday for the first time. And it was my first time ever really being on, like, a real TV show, like, doing a it, real it's show. It's good to be the second choice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Works yes. out. Yeah. I love being the second choice. Yeah. That's right. Whatever. Um, you got the job. Yeah, I got the job. <laughs> That's a weird story. Um, Jenna, uh, what about you? How, did you? how did you come to be on the show? 
um, I was doing Spring Awakening in New York, recurring <laughs> theme, and um, the entire cast had gotten called in for the show. So I went in um, for Tina, and then we just got put on tape, and like the tapes flew to LA. And then like months later, we got a call that Ryan Murphy was coming to New York, and that I had gotten a call back. So I went in and sang for him, and then. Um, another like month later I found out that my tape was going to studio which is like basically the studio heads watch it and then if they like you you move to network the basically and I was the next at day. that studio test yeah. and then they played the kid I was auditioning against because he was in New York and they played Jenna's Me. tape versus, and, oh, and the other like, there yeah, were no the other girl there. Was at, yeah, it was a very strange yeah. thing that's so weird it's and so wild when did you two become best friends very shortly Very after. Very quickly. Did uh, you guys move booked. in together at some point? Years later. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we became best friends very quickly. On, like During the pilot, we all became really close. And, um, you know, like Chris and I actually were really close first because Chris and I were the only ones that had come from other places outside of L.A. Sure. Um, so, like, they had, you know, he had gone to school in L.A. and Amber was from L.A. So um, Was there, like, a weird New York, L.A. kind of vibe on the set or not really? Not really. Well, no. Yeah. No, it was just like Chris Colfer and Amber Riley and Jenna and I just were together every single yeah. day in rehearsal, so we just immediately exactly. latched on to each other. There was yeah. no Tupac and Biggie feud of East oh, Coast. Oh, well, West that's Coast. good. No, 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 no. no, no, um, no, no now, no. Jenna, you uh, produced a show. Uh, that is currently on Broadway, yes? Yes. Yes, uh, yes. called Once on This Island. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that show is nominated for how many Tony Awards this Eight year? Tony Awards. Eight Tony yes. Awards. <laughs> Eight fucking Tony Awards. And therefore, Jenna is also nominated for a Tony for that show. So weird. Thank Are you. you really? Yeah. Oh She's God, Tony is... nominee Jenna. <laughs> that is so amazing. Yeah. That's, that's the coolest fucking thing. I'm it's not nominated, so but I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. So it's congratulations. For, uh, Thank you. Thank it's you. It's up for Best Revival of a Musical against... Uh, yeah. My Fair Lady and Carousel. Who is it up against? Snore. Carousel and My Fair Lady. Carousel and My Fair Lady. Carousel sucks. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And My Fair Lady, that's garbage. That's a garbage show. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'll Jenna tell you that once on this island, that's going to beat both of them. I'll I, tell you that right now. Jenna right needs people. that statue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone together, fuck My Fair Lady. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Wouldn't it be lovely if they closed up shop fucked or something? No, you guys. Uh, all right. Well, what about who? Else, what else is nominated? What else? Uh, well, okay. Haley Kilgore is nominated for Best Actress, yes. Lead Actress, seventeen oh, wow. years old. How? Oh wow. my God, that's yeah. amazing. She's yeah. up against Lauren Ambrose from My Fair Lady. Terrible, <laughs> terrible actress. She's up against uh, Lachans from the Donna Lachans from the Donna Summer Who played the original musical. role in Once on This Island? Oh wow. So, the, so she's all right. So, so she got she's fired. Right. She's Damn. cool. Yeah, and then uh, right. Katrina Leak from The Band's Visit. Yeah. Nope. I've never heard of that. And She's Taylor Louderman from Mean Girls. I just said I hate Taylor Lautner. So, pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> Hard pass. We're, just, we're trying to support it's your... It's fine. Uh, if we go through this, we'll be here all night. All I these, yes, these are It's impossible. Um, we have a game that we want to play with you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if you guys win, we're going to give the audience Krispy Kreme donuts. How's that sound? Does that sound good? I better not fuck it up. Krispy Kreme donuts. Fuck it up for you guys. Yeah, great. Is that? I I don't know if you guys really want them or not. You guys want some Krispy Kreme donuts? All right. It's well, LA, so everyone's on a diet. Okay, here we go. Right, you take this. Are they the best of friends or the worst of frenemies? Uh, we'll find out right this is now. Like the because it's time to play the BFF game. <laughs> They're best friends. Or are they? Shit.
All right, here All we go. All kinds of friends. Here we go. Get ready. Get ready. Step it up. Do we need to hide this from each other? Yes. Okay. Like each other. Okay, you hide it from you. Hide it from each other. Yeah. Here we go. I like this. Don't you, cheat, you Jenna. Don't show him. Don't show I'm him. Not okay. This is a show. okay. She's a cheater. Okay. We got other pens if you need okay, a here bigger go. pen. Kevin. Uh huh. You you both have to write down your answer. Okay. okay. Kevin. I'm nervous. But if Jenna orders a salad, what salad dressing will she get on it? <laughs> How well do you know your BFF? <laughs> Once again, if Jenna orders a salad, what salad dressing would she get on that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can keep playing the music just a little bit if you want. I like that someone just said, this is a fucking newlywed game. <laughs> this, this... No, no, I created this game myself. <laughs> this is the newlywed game. All on my own. No. Yeah. Uh, All right, here oh, we go. no, 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 wait! Go. <laughs> no, wait, no. I don't know how to spell this. <laughs> we got cheating. this, guys. We got this. Uh, Alright, turn it around. Turn I it around. Fucked up. Alright. All right. What do you got? What do you got, oh, Kevin? Fuck, that's classy Balsamic as shit. Balsamic vinaigrette. And what Kevin, Kevin, what did you say? I put ranch and then cross it on put sriracha. <laughs> sriracha? What the fuck are you talking about? It's, ca- it's not wrong. It's, I mean, it's really I put ranch because Jen is the whitest bitch I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, white people like ranch on everything. All right, here we go, here we go. All right, this is one's about Kevin. When ordering breakfast, would Kevin get pancakes, French toast, or waffles? Play the music. You want to play? Here we go. When ordering breakfast, would Kevin get pancakes, French toast, or waffles? And... Wait, hold on. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Pancakes, French toast, I'm more of a savory breakfast person. Here we go. And... Kevin, turn yours around. What'd you say? Kevin said pancakes. Pancakes and Jenna, Jenna, what did you say? <laughs> Eggs and that's locks. The, that's the right answer. Okay, well, I'm going to give that to you. There we <laughs> go. Okay. That's what I have right, every fucking Next day. Next question. Next question. Wow, Get really, the music. We're really killing are, are we allowed to curse on this? I you can curse all you want. Okay, great. You son of a bitch. I like how bitch. I bleep myself now. I've said the F word. What would Jenna say is the perfect date? <laughs> <laughs> Make it fast. Make it fast. Right. What, what would Jenna say is the perfect date? Oh, he's not going to get this one. I'm not going to. This is so specific. You can do, you can do it. We don't do dates. <laughs> What would Jenna say is the perfect date? March 15th, wasn't that the one for Mean Girls? <laughs> what would Jenna say? What would Jenna say? I got it. Is the perfect date. Here we right. go. Turn them around. There we go. Let's see. Turn them around. Jenna said April 24th. Because <laughs> it's not too hot and it's not too cold. It's the right thing. There you go. Well, I put getting boned by a fat D. <laughs> that's a match. Tell me which one's the real answer, That's Dad. a match. Steven, ding the bell. That's, that's a match. That's also correct. There you I go. Give that, I that's give a match. That. That's a match. I lived with her for a couple years. I know what you want. <laughs> oh, Christ, that's funny. Here we go. Next one. Next one. Okay. Uh, when, when making love... Mm-hmm. What? what when making love? Mm-hmm. What is Kevin's music of choice? <laughs> the Glee soundtrack, this. Volume Two. <laughs> what do I like? When making love, what is Kevin's music of choice? Uh-huh. All right, tell me when you're ready. And wait, wait, wait. Oh, Ke- okay. Wait, Kevin, you turn yours around first. Hold on. I got a playlist. I got a. <laughs> 
Music of okay. choice. Okay. Kevin, what did you say? I said Frank Ocean and or Rihanna. Damn it. Oh. Frank Ocean or Rihanna and and what did you say? Oh fuck. Well that's Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really fuck the lemonade. <laughs> I mean that's a lie I have. <laughs> all right. That I mean they're right. all that on the playlist. Right. They're right. all on the playlist. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. And uh, okay, so this this one is a little go for it. spicy, but we're gonna do it we're gonna this do it both ways. I mean this is for all the donuts. We're ready. This is for all the donuts. So you Jenna, you need to write down for Kevin and then Kevin, you need to write down... Well, we'll, go, we'll do it the other way. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so... What was the worst song Kevin ever had to sing oh. on Glee? I mean, there's so many. Not, I'm not no, saying... Don't you, ask him. Write what it down. What is the worst song you, will you not ever offend me. I don't give a had shit. to sing yeah. on Glee? Because you guys had to sing hundreds of songs. And I don't remember That's any That's the thing. I don't remember <laughs> any yeah. of that. I only remember the you don't good remember ones. Any of, of yours. my songs, Jenna? <laughs> I remember the good ones. Uh huh. All right. Well, then let's do best. What is the best song? No, no, no. Let's do the worst fucking song, people. That's way more entertaining than best song. I don't know if they got one. <laughs> we did 800 songs. <laughs> How about best? best How about song? best song? Can you remember best? best? All right, no. best. All right, all right, all right. Best. Do I write that down too? Yes. Yes. Best song you ever sang on Glee. What is the best song Kevin ever sang on Glee? Or the one you like the most. I I like them there we go. They're giving their answers away. These people are getting donuts no matter what. Yeah. I agree. We could have had okay. all the donuts ourselves, Stephen, but right, no. Here we go. I really I've can't spell for many. shit. That's amazing. All right, here we go. And Kevin, you turn yours around. What deep cut. Deep cut. Never going back again. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> turn yours around. What'd turn you say? Myself and Pony. Okay. Nice! There, there we go. go. Alright, and then we're gonna go the, the other greatest way. hits, if you will. Yeah. We're going the other way. What is the best song that Jenna ever sang? Oh, fuck yeah. You got this. You got <laughs> I this. I don't know the name of it, but she'll know. Here we go. <laughs> Guys, the nighttime show is every month. Uh, we're back at Jan- June. 23rd mm-hmm. with uh, John DiMaggio from Futurama. It's Bender. Uh, Bender from Futurama. And uh, it lots of other wonderful, wonderful, exciting people, as always. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't forget to get your tickets and put your put it on the, on the calendar. Also, the Nighttime Show podcast airs every Wednesday on all things iTunes. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. You ready? This is for all the marbles. Mm-hmm. Jenna, you turn yours around. I feel confident about this. Okay. What's it say? What does that say? What does it say? Because you love me from Celine Dion. That's Celine Dion song. <laughs> Whoa! Nice! Everyone here gets Krispy Kreme donuts. Guys, bring, bring out the donuts. the donuts. Thanks again so much for coming out to the nighttime show. I love you guys all. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful evening. And good night. Thank yeah. you. Mother, this is the Love on the Leash trailer. Oh my god! Hey guys, they're playing my dog movie on the screen.